his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Well, happy December 23rd, folks. I'm news director Matt Demline, and with me is uh, anchor reporter Jeff Stapleton. And we decided to do something different for what we hope is the final podcast of 2022, because if we have to do another one uh, before the new year, it means and something, something major has gone down. Yeah, something major has happened. Uh, yeah. So so what we decided to do is sort of take a look back at the big stories of 2022, We've been doing this since what about uh, May? February, I think. Well, yeah, I mean February in 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 a Zoom form, you know, February, January, but, yeah, but yeah. the actual podcast we were doing on um, uh, Yeah, I have no idea summer. when the podcast officially launched, but I know Zoom we've done. Form. I know, I know this will be one thirty-five. So we've done one hundred and thirty-five of them. How that how that equals <laughs> out? Um, yeah, I have no idea. Well, I mean. If we do it every day, yeah, it's, math is hard. I yes. don't want to figure it out. We got into journalism because math was hard. <laughs> That's right. Um, but this is a very long way of saying we've decided that we're going to take a look back at the at the stories of the year, uh, which makes sense. It's the end of the year. We might as well take a look yeah. back at the stories of, of 2022. And, you know, I was thinking, I think the story of the year, and uh, you can you can tell me if you disagree with this, mm-hmm. I think the story of the year really ended up being the mass shooting that wasn't. Yeah, I think so because it um, evident you know eventually cost a police chief his job, and 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 you could argue in some circles that possibly it's the reason why Mary Lavar Stoney didn't throw his hat in the ring for the congressional run because yeah. uh, he took some criticism for for that. Right. Um, and the and the the weird thing is is that you sort of got an inkling the day they put out the release that something was odd about this story yeah and it just never it it never really gained traction it uh, was it the wednesday after july 4th so it was like the 6th of july it came out some something something like that it was right yeah. around that time uh and um of course you know this is the story where they arrested two guatemala nationals um alleging that they had had been overheard with a plan to to shoot up a large gathering, supposedly Dogwood Dell, but even that's in uh, in dispute. Right, um, and and even there was a, a part of the initial plot had the diamond as part of that too. Uh, the diamond had fireworks going on the same day. I don't know that they ever you know really thought the diamond was a potential target. Mm-hmm. If anything was a potential target, yeah. um, but. Um, you know, they arrested these two and then they never ended up being charged with anything mass shooting related. They were charged yeah. with immigration stuff and weapons. And one has played guilty. The other 
the the case is still going on in, in court. Um, but it it just the, the story took a life of its own. It really ended up, you know, pushing out uh, Chief Gerald Smith. Right. And the, the interesting aspect of this story was during one of the court appearances, didn't like the judge ask the Commonwealth's attorney if there was like any evidence that there was any sort of mass shooting plot? And he goes, no, sir, there really isn't. Yeah. And that was right before it transferred from state court to federal court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so and the judge there, actually, I believe that was David Hicks. And mm-hmm. I believe yes. he's the former Commonwealth's attorney. Right, right. And didn't he say his daughters or granddaughters were at Dogwood Dell or something? Right. And that's why he needed to ask, because he yeah. was going to recuse himself. Um, right, right. Because there was conflict of interest. Right. Right. And so and then they moved that case to. Yeah, it's uh, like it didn't matter in the long run because it was going to be in his court anyway. No, but it but it but it provided the answer to the question we were asking. So that yeah, exactly. Thank, thank you, thank you, sir, for for asking that question. Thank you, Your Honor, for asking that. Yeah, your question. Honor. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that that really turned out to be a major story, a story that, and it's a story that had questions, you know, from the beginning. And what's interesting is that they made a big deal about this in a weekend in which there actually was a mass shooting in Richmond because there were six people shot at an, at a yeah. separate incident in the city. And I don't believe that one's ever been solved. No, no one died in that, but there were six people shot. Was that the early morning hours of the fourth, like early Monday morning? I believe, I believe so. I believe it was yeah. the early, it was, it was in the fourth weekend. I do know that. There yeah. Were, yeah. There, were there a was lot a lot of stuff shooting. that happened that, that fourth that of July yeah. weekend. For sure. And that doesn't even take into account the stuff that happened nationally right around the fourth. Right. Cause there was a mass shooting at a parade in the Chicago area. Right. And, and then that was also the weekend of the shooting down in Chesterfield at the, uh, yep. the cultural center, um, of India, I believe. It was a hostage situation. In, yes, uh, evolving, evolving a Hamrico, yeah. former Hamrico yeah. officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, actually, you know, in that uh, Chesterfield story, a Richmond, a Richmond police officer eventually had to resign from the force because um, he was in, he was involved in an incident with an off-duty uh, Chesterfield sheriff's deputy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, he was the deputy was was working security. The Richmond police officer was at the party, not as an officer, um, and uh, got involved in a confrontation with uh, with a, with a deputy. So there a lot of, lot of things going on. And actually, I think right around that time as well, there was also um, the the city having to deal with the um, the lawsuit and uh, some apologies in regards to the uh, oh, Lee Pepper Monument. Spray. Yeah, the Lee yeah. Monument. Um, uh, yeah, you know, gassing um, back in yeah. 2020. So yeah, that was it was just a very, very weird time around the 4th of July, yeah. to be mm-hmm. honest with you. But that was, that I think clearly is probably the story of the year. Now, that being said, you know, there's a lot of other big stuff that happened this year. I think probably number two, you could probably say was the UVA um, shooting incident. Uh-huh. Yeah. More than likely, just in terms of, of impact. I mean, we carry UVA games, um, everybody here has a, a, you know, someone knows someone who knows someone at UVA, something. Uh, you know, and the like, arrest of the suspect was made in Henrico. Yeah. And, and the, and the alleged gunman is from the, from the area, went to yeah. play football at Verina and at right. uh, and Petersburg. Petersburg. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, heck it, it took us all of two minutes to find his stats 
um, located in our finals. And we had talked to Gary. Hess. Well, we also have the walking encyclopedia of high school football, Gary Hess. Yeah, who exactly. Told us but but it, it took him no time to find yeah, the stats. Pretty much. So, um, but yeah, so that, that I think story probably is number two. Um, and then unfortunately, cause no, you know, November was just a, a, a horrid month in terms of, of news. It's probably the Chesapeake story that followed shortly, shortly yeah. thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, and a story that we're still seeing impacts of, I believe, I believe actually a third lawsuit has been filed, um, in against Walmart and that, and that story. Um, so that was a pretty major one. I think my, my favorite story actually occurred just a few days into, uh, the, the new year in 2022, you, you're laughing already because you know exactly what <laughs> I I'm know going. exactly why you say it's your favorite, yeah. not because of what happened to the poor people on who no, were affected by this. No, story. no, no, no. The fact that <laughs> the fact that that it went it went international simply yeah. because I asked an a, a really nondescript question and got yelled at. Yeah. So, um, but uh. Yeah, so that was it. That was that was a well. You'll have to explain to people. Yeah, now I'm, that I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> okay, you know, just a just a very uh, very reserved. Well, well, what happened? Okay, for people who don't remember, as I sort of meander here, yeah. um, I happened to have set up a basically end of term interview with uh, former Governor Ralph Northam. I do this with with all governors at the end of their term. You know, I've been here 20 years. It's it's just something I do. Um, and I also set up an interview with the incoming governor as well. And I interviewed uh, Governor uh, Governor Youngkin a few days before he took his term. But I had the governor for 10 minutes. And so this was right after the huge I-95 backup where people uh, were stuck on the roads for, for 24 hours. And I just nonchalantly said, hey, um, obviously, you know, we had this incident a few days ago. Um, any more insight into what went wrong? And that's literally how I asked it. And nothing inflammatory. Nothing inflammatory. And nothing the, accusatory. And the governor and the governor, uh, you know, started saying, you know, why are we talking about what went wrong? I think we did a good job. What about <laughs> yeah. the people? You know, basically yell, yelling at me in regards to, you know, yeah. asking that question and you know why people were stuck out there and why people were driving in in the bad weather. And it just took a life of its own. And next thing I know, I'm talking to, uh, you know, I'm talking to people up in D.C. They're asking for for the interview. Um, it was it was an interesting couple of days to, to, yeah, to end the uh, sure. and and really I had just become news director at that time, and then all the, all of a sudden I'm I'm handling all of those demands on top of you know actually getting ready to cover a, a change in uh, administration with the uh, with right. the state government. So. So interesting, interesting story. So, yeah. And that storm in itself that surrounded that story was kind of a big deal, too, because, you know, there was the whole issue with that. And we're we're seeing that and we kind of broached or broached that topic with VDOT in a in advance of this storm that's coming today. They can't pre-treat the roads and they couldn't pre-treat the roads from that January storm because it rained before it snowed. Yeah. Fortunately, with this storm we're having today, there's no accumulating snow. Yeah. But there was back in January, and that's what caused all the problems. And yeah, I mean, and VDOT, they had some uh, report uh, that came out, or at least uh, uh, the, uh, uh, was it the JLARC report or something yes. like that? About, yeah. And about the, the, VDOT's the handling of the, yeah. The, that communication was bad. And let me tell you something. 
Uh, one, we got on VDOT Frederick, Frederickburg, Fredericksburg, I can't even speak right now, uh, <laughs> list after that. And let me tell you something. Every time there's anything close to, you know, heavy rain and the temperature yeah. near 30, we get releases all the time from there. They were uh, making sure that there is enough communication, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, these days to, to ensure that th- there is no repeat of that in the. Uh, As they in, should. Yeah. I mean, in, this is kind of like a it was a unique storm that occurred and my power at my place was out for a couple of days because of it. But it was, it was a, 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 you know, aside from the fact that people were stranded on 95, that was a pretty big storm. Yeah. And, and, and some of it, you know, like we said, was unavoidable. You can't do very much when you've got, you know, this, the, the rain to ice to snow. And the bigger problem was just that people weren't warned and they kept on driving for lack of better terms into it. Um, And that was, that was the backup. Um, you know, Tim Kaine was in it now, now, now one of the questions that I've heard this whispered in a lot of places is Tim Kaine got off of the interstate, like got supplies and then got back on the interstate. There are some people that are going, I don't understand why Tim Kaine did that, but you know, (laughs) he was in his car for 27 hours to get up to to get back in the traffic jam. Oh, let me get back into this traffic jam. Of course he was going back to Washington from being in Richmond. So really there was. And route one was probably a mess too. Well, and I, and I can tell you because I was trying to get my parents out of my house and back up to, uh, to, 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 uh, they were here for a while to to the Northeast. Um, you know, the day that, that, that storm hit, I had them on an Amtrak, they had to get off and then stay at my house. And actually it took until the day I did the interview to get them on a train moving towards the Northeast. So, Yeah. yeah. So that was a you what story, what story, uh, you know, of, of the ones that uh, you did this year or or remember reporting on. I think, uh, I, think it stands out to um, uh, I, I would have to stop and think about that for a while. But I mean, it's well, I only remember this because and it was it's a national story. But I remember I had to cover the local ramifications thereof when when Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. That actually happened. The reason I remember the date is because it happened on my birthday and uh, it was June 24th of this year. And I was, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily a big story, but it was big nationally when they did that. But I mean, the local ramifications therein were not as big as, it, you know, the ripple waves that the story made nationally. But, well, you know, you, you basically said- we all acted quickly on that because there was a hastily uh called news conference down at the bell tower uh that i had to go cover well you you say that but i think the ramifications are actually going to be seen next year yeah yeah that's exactly when the general assembly starts and we'll see what exactly happens with that um and then we you know we learned when we heard about you know the supreme court overturning roe v wade that it was going to be up to the states at that time and you know and we'll see that come to a head in the first weeks of 2023 yeah, and, and keep an eye on Joe Morrissey. He's going to be the swing vote on 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 any abortion restrictions, and also keep an eye on the 2023 General Assembly elections. So yes, right. we're already talking about November 2023. Yeah. So I mean, there's some other interesting things that I've uh, didn't cover initially, but I covered some of the because uh, uh, I was on vacation when it happened. I think in October, the uh, the Dinwiddie High School. Uh, oh yeah science experiment i didn't cover that initially because i think we had david out there the day it happened but i did go to a news conference that talked about um 
a little more about it. I think it was the first public addressing of that situation from Dinwiddie officials. And I covered that. I think it was like a week later. Yeah, I lear- learned a lot about the, uh, the the way gases operate from that story. Um, yeah, and we found that the teacher had done experiments like this, and he'd done experiments like this online yeah. on a YouTube page or something. So, yeah, and and, and I will say this: Dave, David deserves a lot of credit um, oh, yeah, for, for the sure. story. He just started in August for for the folks who uh, you know are, are listening to this podcast. David Lefkowitz, our our, our, our part time reporter started in August and has already been a out at a fire at a high school in Dinwiddie, you know, where he had to drive, you know, we basically just said <laughs> drive, drive to Dinwiddie, figure it out. Yeah, um, exactly. We just use your GPS and you'll get there maybe. And, and then we sent him up to UVA while yeah. UVA was still under lockdown and just said, Hey, go up there, figure it out. And yeah. he did it both times. So he yeah. deserves a lot of credit. And actually oh, yeah. the, I, I should credit my entire staff. Um, you know, you did an excellent job anchoring during all of those. Uh, Dennis oh, yeah. has done an excellent job anchoring, especially during a number of storms. So yeah. really, it's you know, it's it's we've we've had some high quality stuff this year where everyone deserves a lot of credit there. And you know, yep. I just I just oversee stuff. You guys do do all the <laughs> well. I mean, you're part of it too because we're such a small operation that pretty much everyone needs to pitch in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, those those were the things that I think stand out to me most. I mean, obviously, looking forward, we've got the General Assembly. There's going to be some issues there. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, the the elections, you know, of course, because Virginia likes to do off year elections that, you know, we've got we've got those next year, which will be big for control of the General Assembly. Yeah. Um, and obviously, so many other things that will come up. Actually, uh, one big story that's going to come up right in January, uh, the trial for the teen in the uh, the Lucia Bremer case that actually is at the end of January. So, mm-hmm. be, you know, that's a story that's now going on almost two years. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll have that in, in 2023, um, you know, right off the bat. And then, then obviously other stuff, uh, you know, as you know, a lot of, a lot of news, you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of how news operates sometimes. <laughs> exactly. If, if you know, what's going to happen, it's not really news. So, right. <laughs> so, so it'll anyways. be news to us. Yes. <laughs> yes. So this has been it's news to us. We do appreciate the folks that have been listening, uh, you know, regularly. Uh, we're going to continue to do this. We think it's a nice way to to get news to you in a different form. Um, we're going to continue this in the new year. We're going to continue the um, the the Instagram updates, the Twitter updates, um, the Facebook updates, you know, any way we can to get you news and to also TikTok get talk updates if the Chinese don't steal information from us. Right. Exactly. We'll have to, we'll have to create a WRVA uh, account. So they're not just stealing my information. Um, exactly. Um, and I won't be able to do, as we now know, I won't be able to do any TikTok updates from the, uh, from the uh, state Capitol because you know, the, the IT. You can't allow, do that. It won't, won't allow it. So, so this has been, it's news to us uh, for December 23rd. Of course, this has been our year in review episode. We do appreciate you listening. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again in the new year. If not, if anything breaks, we'll uh, talk to you when it, in fact, uh, does break. Thank you very much, Jeff. We'll see you guys later. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.